The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. We got two and a half weeks left of the baseball season. We're here on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast to help you win your leagues down the stretch here. All coming up next. Happy Sunday evening, everybody. A little bit later than normal, but happy Sunday anyway. Uh, we are, uh, I'm Scott Jensen, joined as always by Jeff Erickson for the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. We are sponsored by So Rare. We appreciate uh, them for the, uh, the sponsorship there. Jeff, two and a half weeks left of the season. It feels like, uh, feels in some ways like it's been really fast. It feels in some way like we have four years left of the season, but uh, we're here. We're two and a half weeks left. We got uh, two more fab periods left. Uh, if you don't include tonight, we'll talk about tonight's, but uh, tonight was uh, three to go. How, how are you? I'm good. I've gone from rooting for the season to end to rooting for the season to last a little longer because I need now I've, I've fallen off. I'm in the second in my league and uh, you know, could need to need to make some ground. Uh, it's, it's still tenable. But, uh, you know, my pursuit of closers has cost me dearly. I was, I was going to ask you off the top, did your, did your uh, pursuit of saves go any better this week? Well, I, we did get Domingo Acevedo, nice. who was our top and perhaps only relief pitching bid that we did. Alas, it wasn't our first choice. Like Hunter Green was our first choice uh, in that league. We, we're actually, you know, we're at the point now where we have to start, like, covering strikeouts again. Yeah. We, it's and, funny, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. I'm like, yeah, you can go 5-4 for a while, but at some point the strikeouts, you notice, will, will tend to uh, to make a difference. Hunter Green looked awesome in his start back. Yes, he did. 11 Ks. Yeah. Um, for, for, all the, for all the talk about our uh, our Reds and our A's, like your Reds have a lot more interesting guys. At least you get 40% of the dimes when Lodolo and uh, and uh, and Green start. At least that's fun. We've got uh, I've got nothing to watch over here. Yeah, just wait till they bat, though, is the problem. There is that. Uh, I have no batting or no pitching, so it's uh, it's rough. Uh, yeah, we got uh, Isaac in the chat is mentioning uh, Alexis Diaz, Dylan Floro as some possible uh, save opportunity guys. We will uh, we'll jump into into saves when we get to Fab in a second here. But yeah, Acevedo is interesting because Acevedo was kind of my sneaky um, saves pickup guy in the start of the year. It only took until September eighteenth uh, for that to, right. for, that to, for that to work out. So that for was everything some, else to fall by the wayside, basically. Some really good advice there. Yeah, I I actually did draft him in Vegas, Maine, but. Uh, Obviously, did not hold him. <laughs> no, that would have been would have been a tough hold. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's been a mess there. But uh, yeah, I mean, we got two and a half weeks left. Are you uh, are you feeling good? Are you feeling you're just attacking categories? What what the what the heck's going on in your head these days? 
Uh, what a lot of things are going on in my head. Yeah, it's it, yeah. It's my daughter's good. turning eighteen tomorrow. That's going on there in my is, head. By the way, someone mentioned Cal Finnegan in the chat. Cal Finnegan's long gone. Um, your daughter's turning eighteen tomorrow. Holy crap! Yeah, when did that happen? Happy birthday, Allie! And wow, hour and forty five minutes. What does uh, what does one do for an eighteenth birthday these days? Uh, we're gonna go out to dinner tomorrow night. It's the month of Allie, though. Um, we're gonna we're gonna go out of town this weekend. Uh, nice. We're gonna get, go to Vegas. Uh, so that would be you know, fun. You know, the Vegas age is twenty one, not eighteen, right? I'm I'm aware of. I thought you were say, for gaming thought, purposes. I thought yes, you were going to say Tijuana. We're gonna go see like a show. Oh, uh, nice! The, what show? Uh, the Beatles show. Oh, Beatles. love. Yeah, uh, I'm looking nice. forward to it. Um, I've heard I have not things. seen it. Um, go out to a couple of nice dinners. Uh, you know, she gets to do some shopping and have some fun with that. Uh, yeah, and then she's gonna have like a family party and a friend's party, and you know, there's lots of stuff before. That, but, is, uh, that is awesome. 18, that's wild. So you're off the hook as of tomorrow. <laughs> no, no, forever hooked, and that, uh, happily so. Yeah, um, that's good. But uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, baseball wise, you mentioned you dropped uh, out of first in the second year league. Uh, how, how are we talking way far back? We're talking a couple points back. Can it switch over I'm a day? Currently, three points out. Okay. Uh, it's that's it's been anywhere from like one to three and a half points. Do you basically. have some clumped up categories to really attack and gain some ground in? Yeah, uh, I need to get some strikeouts. Uh, you know, if. Actually, um, in you know, there, there's a couple like head-to-head things that could really, really change things up a little bit there. Um, I, I think I can catch him in. Uh, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, there's oh, where where can I catch him? I, there, there's 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 one offensive category I can catch him. I think. Now, is that uh, catch him in particular or just catch anybody to gain points? Catch him. Okay. Uh, oh, so that's a two-point swing. That's big. Yeah, that that's why. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's it's uh, actually ERA. ERA is vitally important All right. right now. Um, saves I've given up, really, although still it doesn't hurt to get them, but I'm now seven points out of getting saves, and I'm protecting my downside is three. I'm smack dab in the middle in saves. Yeah. I've got, got 45 saves. Yeah. Uh, and obviously it goes without saying like category management, figuring that out is important. I, I looked at one of my online leagues today and literally I cannot move in strikeouts, wins or saves. Like no matter what would happen in the last two of these, there's a way I can move up or down. So it's a weird situation because I need ratios, but I'm trying to figure out like, do I want starters who pitch a few more innings can affect the ratios or do I want closers who are more likely to have good ratios? It's a good, like good little switch there. But uh, yeah, it's funny when you, you look at some categories, I mean, there are spots where you, you can't move at all. Yep. Uh, I'm actually, I'm ironically, I'm kind of counting on John Posma to do some of my dirty work for me. Uh, he, you know, he could catch, he could catch Kelly Uganski in a couple like runs. He could catch him. He could catch him in, uh, he can, uh, in homers. He could catch him. Yeah. He, he's like my Huckleberry basically saves. He could catch him. I need good, him to do uh, some work for me. That's a good Huckleberry to have because you know John will battle to the uh, to the final yep. gun. So you know that's one guy that uh, you know I, he'll, he'll be he'll be running the best team out there that that he can. But uh, let's uh, let's look into uh, into week twenty five here. We got uh, we got it's a nice week. We got no five gamers this week. We do have two day games tomorrow though, Jeff. So make sure you're paying attention there. We have a uh, the Twins yeah. and someone at ten in the morning, and then there's a game at. Uh, there's a game at one o'clock. Also, I'm looking to see who it is, but uh, the Twins and uh, Cleveland Guardians play at 10:10 Pacific, and the Mariners and Angels play at 107. So we've got uh, got some early games tomorrow. If you're if uh, if you're setting lineups, make sure that uh, you do so before the morning. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, you know, kind of yeah. Don't don't overlook that, especially trying to get those extra starts. I mean, tw- 
Twins Guardians is huge for them, both of those teams, especially for the Twins, if they want to have any shred of a chance of staying alive in the AL Central. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then Mariners Angels, that's an interesting one to have that early start time. Is that a doubleheader or is that just like a can't imagine it's a makeup it's a, game. It's a wraparound. They played this weekend. So oh, that's be, right. Uh, yeah. yeah, it must both be. Both of a, those are wraparounds. Yes, you're right. That's true. Twins Guardians played what 100 innings the other night. It was the longest, longest extra inning game with the Ghost Runner I've seen in a long time. But was uh, it 15 or 16? I think it was. There. I think it was 15 when that finally yeah. ended. But uh, yeah, you, right. you, 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 I'm so used to like 10th or 11th is done. I looked up and it was the 14th inning. I was like, what the heck is going on? There were there were three straight innings, so six half innings where nobody scored at all, which is hard to do when you start with a guy on second. Yeah, it is. Uh, so yeah, so so early games there. So make sure you pay attention. No five games. We do have two eight game weeks this week. We have the LA Dodgers with eight, and the Diamondbacks who uh, have eight. Also, they they obviously they play each other. They have a five game series to start the mm-hmm. week. Uh, interesting series uh, there because I, I have a lot of Diamondbacks, but it's tough because the Dodgers are going to throw one, two, three lefties out there, and two of them are Kershaw and Urias, and then Dustin May's in the middle. Um, so you love the five games, but they're not the the greatest uh, lined up five games I've ever seen. No, um, especially for my Josh Rojas, who is now sitting against lefties. Yeah, I have uh, I have Jake McCarthy and I have uh, Corbin. What is Corbin Carroll? I don't know why I can't get his name right. Connor yeah. Corbin. Uh, Corbin Carroll was correct. I don't even know who Connor Corbin is. Um, Corbin Carroll. I have him, and he's been sitting against uh, some lefties also. So that's gonna be a tough one. I mean, a lot might determine on what their lineup looks like tomorrow against Kershaw. With the thought that if one of them in there, they guaranteed probably three or four games, and if not, maybe you get two, maybe you get three. So it's uh, it's tough with three lefties. But uh, I think I'm starting Jake McCarthy no matter what anyway. Yeah, he's been so good. Yeah, he's been awesome. He's hit third now too, and um, even the other night they got four hit. He had two of them. It's like it's so it's so rough when you look up. You're like, oh, this team got four hit. I know it's gonna be bad. And you look, your guy had two of them. At least it feels that feels a little better there. Dude, there are nights when, and I know you you are too dealing with this, where my whole team has four hits. Yeah, I had uh, I had Friday and Saturday night. I think I hit about a buck twenty. Today was really good. I think I hit like three eighty today. Uh, finally, I, I didn't even look at box scores until after the 49ers game, and I flipped over and. It was nice, actually, some some crooked numbers in the box. It had been a while. My team was hitting about 205 for the week before today. So that was a, that was a much-needed infusion to the offense for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, the news about Rojas facing three lefties is very suboptimal for me. I mean, yeah. I'm looking at, you know, he sat three out of the last six games, and he's been a stud this year. 19 stolen bases. Just yeah, huge I mean, to get those. You figure he sits the one of the Tuesday games for sure, then probably plays Wednesday. You got to hope he starts Monday or Thursday, and you get three games. But yeah, it's uh, it's tough. I'm the same with Carroll. I think he might. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to be a starter or not this week. Nope, nope. It, it's it's tricky. Jeff, someone asked in the chat. Uh, pick two second basemen: Max Money, Muncy, Glaber, Torres, Gene Segura. Uh, I'm going to go Muncy. Oh, that's tough. I'm going to go Muncy and Segura, although it really depends on what categories you need, but I'm going to go Muncy and Segura. How about you? Muncy for sure, because, I mean, the eight games. I mean, yeah. and he's caught fire. Yeah. Uh, Shortstop-wise, uh, then, you know, hottest hitter in baseball, Elvis, Elvis Andrews. Um, if you've um, already – I'm playing Wander Franco and Jeremy Pena out of that list. Are you? Yeah. I, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna follow the Elvis Andrus hot streak. I think it's, uh, I think you've missed the boat on that one. To be honest, I, you're probably right. Although I probably would have said that a week ago, and I would have missed a 340 week with a couple stolen bases. So, um, but I'm gonna go, uh, I'm gonna go Wander Franco hitting the middle of that lineup. Had a pretty good week this week, and I'm gonna go Jeremy Pena. Hits second a lot for the Astros. I just like how many counting stats he can fall into. Um, does have 18 home runs. Uh, it depends what you need. Like O'Neill Cruz can give you some power, but the batting average can be really ugly. But uh, give me, give me Franco and uh, and Pena in a in a, in a vacuum. Yeah. Um, and you know, the thing is 
you know, Pena's kind of slowed down a little bit. He has. He, the first half was a lot better than the second half, but I just like him hitting second. Uh, I like that he uh, he steals a little, steals a little bit, hits for some pops, scores some runs. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you could argue for probably any of those guys, but that's who I'm going with. Yeah. Uh, Andrews faces three home games against the Guardians, three against the Tigers. So some good, some bad. Uh, yeah. the, the Guardians, Savali, McKenzie, Bieber. That, that's 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 maybe a tough ask. So that is a that's a tough ask right there, especially the McKenzie and the Bieber ones. Although I'm sure the Detroit ones, uh, he gets Erod in there, so it's a little bit tough because he's a lefty. But then Hutchinson and Tyler Alexander, uh, you got to figure the White Sox can score some runs over the weekend. Yeah, I kind of like that actually. Yeah. Um, let's see. So we mentioned the eight gamers. There's a lot of games this week, Jeff. There's 12 other teams with seven games. No teams with five games. This is a week where uh, you can really. It's probably the last week. We can kind of count on your guys playing too. I've noticed a little bit with some of, uh, like I noticed the Astros sat uh, everybody at least once or twice this week. Yep. You're starting to see some of these teams who have nothing to play for have clinched divisions. Um, you're starting to see them sit a little bit. I think this is the last week we're going to get full, full games this week. We got seven games for a lot of teams. I think next Monday, we really, the last 10 days, we really just see a lot of guys sitting and starters starting to scratch. And these are the, if you want to gain ground uh, or, or, you know, keep people at bay and, and may, kind of add to your buffer, I think this is the week to do it. Yeah, uh, for sure. I think it's nuts. The Dodgers already are at 101 wins. Dude, this team is unbelievable. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I know we talk about a lot how good they are, but you look at like you look at like the the Cardinals, pretty good team, 26 games over 500. The run differential is plus 129. The Dodgers are 200 runs better than that. That's amazing. That's Three amazing. plus 329. They've given up 456 runs on the season. There's nobody else that nationally has given up less than 550. Uh, 549. The Mets. Yeah. If you have a hundred run. I'm not going. I'm going to round off to hundred. If you have a hundred less runs than anybody else nationally, yeah. And yet, you know, they're vulnerable still. I mean, they they could they could ease they could lose in the second round of the playoffs. They could lose in the. Yeah, I guess they're going to have a buy in the first round. But yeah, are they? Do you think they're vulnerable if for any particular, or just the fact that anybody's vulnerable in a baseball series? Well, let's face it. They're going to either face. I think. They're going to either face the Braves or the because well, I think they'll either face the Braves or the or the Mets in the first in this their first round of their first round right. So they uh, get they get the win the four or five. So yeah, they get. Oh, you're right. They could. So they we could get like a one ten win team against like a one oh two win team or something like that for the first yeah. round in the second round. That'd be ooh, that'd be brutal. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm thinking either the Braves or the Mets will be the four seed, and yep. I think they'll be a pretty hefty favorite over either the Phillies or the. Uh, the Padres, although stranger things have happened. Yeah, um, but you're right. But three home games for whoever's the four seed, too. I mean, yeah, either either seems to be locked in as the four seed. You're right. That second round, it's gonna be interesting because it'll be uh it'll be the what the uh I gotta be the Mets or the Braves against uh the Cardinals or the probably the Padres and the mm-hmm. Dodgers against that that the loser of the NL East. That's a tough first round, you're right. Especially yeah. if it's the Mets and you get freaking Degrom and Scherzer in there like that's yeah nasty. I mean the only thing that they've got going for them is that the Mets are going to have to get through somebody for sure uh, if if well if you know they you know or the Braves are going to have to get through somebody one of the right. two is going to get the buy because yeah. where the Cardinals are I mean they're they're like four games back of those teams yeah so it's gonna yeah so they're going to almost certainly be the three seed yeah uh which means that they're going to be the ones playing either the Padres or the Phillies yeah suddenly the three seed looks kind of good yeah, Brewers are still two out of the wild card, by the way. Um, so they're yeah, that's, eight that's, out of the NL Central, but yeah, they're closer than I thought they were. The interesting one is in the American League. If you're the wild card, if you're the you either want to be the four seed or the six seed, you do not want to be the five seed, is what I figured it out. Okay, because you either if you're the six seed, you get to play the Central, 
Mm-hmm. And if you're the four seed, at least you have three home games in the wild card round. Yeah. If you're the five seed, you got to play not the central and you have to have three road games. Like you, you're much rather, uh, you're better off being the six and the five for sure. Yeah. So currently the Mariners are the six, the Rays are the five, the Blue Jays are the four. Uh, yeah, but I, I, I mean, you agree, right? You'd rather play one of those teams than you'd rather play the winner of the central. You play one of those teams, right? Yeah. But you got to play somebody good eventually too. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna have, I mean, you have to win to go on, but it's just an interesting little uh, development there that six might be better than five. Um, got a question in the chat before we get into Fab. A question from Anthony GL. Do you guys stick up, still pick up people now in leagues when you're out of it? Yeah, I do. Because I, uh, I think it's to the integrity of the league to, to try hard until the very end. I, I don't want to give up in accounting, you know, let somebody pass me in accounting, ca- accounting stats category because I have a dead guy in there. Um, and I, I don't think I you, owe it to them to let them just have the pick of the litter free agent wise. I think they have to compete for it. I agree. And if you don't have the time, I get it. But at least the least you could do is you got to set your lineup. You can't have dead spots in there. I, there's nothing worse than looking up and someone's got three injured guys in his lineup. But um, I do too. I've got my thousand dollars of fab. I'm always trying. I'm stubborn. I'm kind of, I'm obviously stupidly competitive. I'm always trying to like finish as high as I can. And if I get yeah. hot for two and a half weeks, if I move from, you know, fourth to third and 400th overall to 300th overall, that matters a little bit to me. I realize it doesn't in the money, but I still like to uh, finish as high as I can. And, yep. um, you know, if someone has a problem with me picking guys up, I mean, they should have saved some money and fat themselves. I'm not intentionally blocking anybody. Like I would never look at the first place team be like, Oh, he has $12. I'm going to bid 13 on purpose. Like I'm not going to that level of it, but I'm certainly bidding to, to try and make my team as best as I can, but I'm, yeah, not, a, I'm, I'm not only looking yeah. to improve my yeah. team. I'm not, yep. if I know, if I know the team in second needs saves, I'm like, I'm not going to go pick up three closes on purpose just to block them. I wouldn't do anything out of the norm, but I'm certainly doing whatever's best for my team. That That's how I approach it. Yeah. And I, I have no problem with people to do. I know people have issues with people in last place who bid like $600 last week. I, I sometimes get frustrated if someone doesn't bid for four months and then bids, but yeah, you know, they still have their money. Especially but, uh, if like, say maybe a competitor said, Hey, what are you doing holding all that money in fat? Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. don't prod them. Don't, don't I, tap the glass. Yeah, but. I'm sure glass tapping happens. I, I don't know how often. I've never done it myself. I would never even think to do it. But I'm sure someone would be like, hey, you may want to wake up and spend your money. I don't know. That'd be interesting. But yeah, I'm, uh, I'm all about, uh, I'm all about uh, managing your team to the very end. Yeah, I am too. Some good offensive schedules this week, Jeff. We've got a, we've got an all home Rockies week, so that uh, that always means something. Although maybe it means something to the other teams, and that's just the Rockies. But the Rockies have a uh, seven games week: four against the Giants, three against uh, San Diego, which means the Giants have a have a really good schedule. They have four at Coors and three at Arizona. Uh, the Giants get six righties out of seven games, which is really important because the Giants tend to platoon a ton. They do uh, when healthy, when they yes. can. True. <laughs> I mean, that, that's been one of the, the stories this year is that they've had guys that, you know, a lot of their mainstays like Belt, you know, has missed so much time this year. Longoria has been in and out, you know, and, you know, just a lot of their little and a lot of their pieces haven't worked. Um, it's just plus their bullpen and defense is just atrocious this year. Yeah. But if you're looking to, you know, some sneaky pickups, uh, Lamont Wade played again and he missed a couple of games. They played and I almost had a walk off grand slam, by the way, he just foul off uh it was off andre jackson i believe uh yeah. mikey stremsky who has been a uh a pretty much a disaster this year but he's going to play a lot this week as a lefty jock peterson should play a lot as a lefty this week uh, luis gonzalez also in the outfield obviously we need a middle infield brandon crawford to play a bunch it's funny when you look at this lineup like this team was so amazingly good last year you look at this lineup and they don't even look close to remotely a good team anymore no no they don't and although like 
Ask the Phillies. It's there's still not a walkover either, though. Uh, that, that's the, that's the funny thing that's kind of tricky about them is every once in a while uh, they'll they'll rise up. Yeah, and they and then, do they do throw three really good stars out there: Rodon, Webb, and Alex Cobb, who's just his comeback. Is they they're all really good stars when they pitch. Yeah. So Fred has been all over Alex Cobb. You know, one of the unluckiest pitchers in baseball, and yeah. that 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 has come back home that he's been able to, uh, be, you know, he's been able to write the ratios a little bit there. Uh, Cause all like the FIP, the FIP ratios, all the advanced metrics suggested yeah. that Cobb was exceedingly unlucky. He's gotten, gotten pretty close to getting it back. I think he's at three, four, eight now. So he's, uh, yep. he's still not quite where the FIP and the XERA is, but he's, he's brought it way down over the last uh, like six weeks or so. He'll be fun one to kind of see if you can get on the cheap early in draft season next year before like the, cacophony of everybody uh talking about oh he was super unlucky let's let's bid him up or let's push him up and before the main events starting pitcher inflation kicks in too i was gonna say by the time everybody kind of does their research i think any discount will be long gone but you're right maybe in november december people just looking up at ERA. but the fact he's got it down under three and a half probably makes yeah. it so that, that's probably not there anymore um cacophony good word for 10 30 night jeff yeah thank you yeah, that was uh, that was wise right there. Uh, we mentioned the Dodgers the eight games, all home games. Uh, five against Arizona, three against St. Louis. Uh, Dodgers rake at home. I think if you have any Dodgers to pick up, this is a good week to do so. There, uh, I did see some Gavin Lux out there coming off the uh, off the IL. Trace Thompson, I think, is an interesting pickup. I think he probably should play. I don't know, five games this week. Maybe maybe pinch hitting a couple too. Uh, he's actually been really uh, really pretty good for them. I've enjoyed as a yeah. as a Warriors fan, I've really enjoyed seeing it because uh, you know obviously in the family there. Um, but he's actually been really uh, really valuable for the Dodgers down the stretch here as kind of a fill in fourth outfielder, pinch hitter kind of guy. Yeah, and I like him for the weekend when he gets two out of three lefties against yeah. the Cardinals. So Quintana and Montgomery. That's a uh, that's definitely a good call. A good call too. Your handedness is really important here down the stretch because a lot of teams are platooning. Got a couple extra guys in the lineup. Uh, checking out some of the young guys. Uh, getting guys in the lineup is uh, obviously really important. We mentioned the Giants' schedule. Uh, the Mariners have a good schedule this week too. We mentioned the game against the Angels tomorrow. Then three against Oakland. Uh, we know that there's no good pitchers uh, f- taking the hill there. And then three <laughs> three against Kansas City. As long as you miss Brady Singer, you're probably all right. Although they, they do face him Friday night. Then they get Bubich and uh, and uh, and Zach Greinke over the weekend. So that's a really good week if uh, the Mariners can just score some runs. Is the week to do it. Yeah. I thought about picking up Granky because of the two starts, and I just, I just couldn't do it. You want to know? You know what was funny about that one? Is I, uh, I was trying to be sneaky. I picked him up last week. You know, I'm gonna get him cheap for a dollar. Maybe I'll throw him for the two starts. I dropped him before this week. That's too. Funny. I just, I looked, and I, I, didn't, I didn't play him last week. I just sat him. I'm like, maybe I need the strikeouts. Then I looked, and he gets like two strikeouts a game. Right. Like I could throw what James, strikeouts? I could throw James Karinchek in there and get more strikeouts just uh, as a middle reliever. So uh, absolutely. I just, uh, I just kind of, I kind of punted out of it. I, it was, it would, it cost me a buck, and maybe I, I figured if I needed it or there was nobody else to pick up, I'd do it. But uh, I just couldn't stomach it. It's just too much of a risk with the ratios with with no strikeout upside. No one in your league can get a two step out of Zach Granke to beat you. Exactly this week. right. I, I eliminated that's, that. This is Galaxy yeah. Brain stuff right yeah, there. I mean, that's just playing 3D chess right there, trying to keep him out of the player pool. So that's really what I'm doing. Uh, the Cubs, uh, for teams with six games, have a really nice schedule this week. If you got any Cubs players you want to pick them up, uh, they have uh, seven games this week, three against Miami, four against Pittsburgh. Um, they miss Alcantara too, so that, that, that lines up about as well as possible for seven games right there. And this is why Wade Miley was going like hotcakes in some of my leagues because he gets a two stepper there. We had a, we had a twenty dollar bid on on Wade Miley and Miley. I didn't know it. We had twenty dollars left. I was uh, I was hoping to get him. I put six bucks in him. I thought that was a really strong bid, and I was I was smoked out of the water. 
Yeah. Uh, 289 ERA on the year. I, I would have lost a significant size bar bet on his, his ERA. I mean, he's only made six starts, but I, I, I seem to recall him getting rocked in a particular game. And yet here we are with a 289. I don't think he's got, I don't think I looked at the only reason I know is because I looked at him this afternoon because I was bidding on him. I don't think yep. he's been rocked in at all. Well, first game was only three innings and he allowed three yeah. runs to the Padres and he walked, he, he allowed 10, 10 base runners in three innings. So yeah, that qualifies as rocked, but it's also, it was also all, it was May, May, yeah, May 10th. Yeah. May 10th. And it, you know, it's still only three runs. So at the end of the day, it didn't kill you. It just, yeah. 11, 11 strikeouts the last two starts gets Miami and Pittsburgh. He was definitely, he's definitely someone that I wanted to get um, win opportunity and strikeout opportunity. I need both of those in the Vegas main pretty badly. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was, uh, I was not the high bid on that one. It was, uh, I, he went for more money than I have. Yeah. Miami might be the best team to stream against right now. They're just hideous offensively. Yeah, they're bad. They're bad. Uh, Kansas City's bad too, although they they did they scored a couple runs uh, the other like I think it was Saturday night. But I streamed Rich Hill and Yahoo Friends and Family because I'm low on moves, so I'm, I've been trying to like stream more pitchers, and well, that didn't work out so well. And they had gotten smoked three in a row too. They lost to they they got smoked by all the Twins, like Bundy, Joe Ryan, and Sonny Gray all smoked them, and then they they, they just crushed Rich Hill. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I've done that a few times with friends and family too. I just can't seem to I can't seem to uh, get out of my way there. I've been like stuck in fourth and just kind of can't move out of it. Isaac asks you, and I'm going to throw this one at you because you keep on sneaking and throwing them at me. I'm going to make you yeah. answer this one. Would you rather Miley or uh, Edward Cabrera tomorrow? I was going to say which Cabrera is that, but uh, that's Edward. I'm uh, I'm going to go Edward Cabrera. Yeah, I would too. A lot more strikeouts, I think. Yeah, and you know, he I just think... Washington with his other start too. So that's oh, a pretty yeah. good start. That's a great. That's a great two step right there too. And the I, Marlins yeah. have this weird hold over the the Nationals too. Uh, yeah, they do. Although a lot of teams have a hold over the Nationals, I suppose, right now. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the Marlins are bad. But yeah, give me give me ECAB there. I just I don't fully trust. I, I know that Miley was the prize this week, but it was a fact that there weren't many prizes to have. Um, and he has two starts, but yeah, I'll go. I'll go Cabrera. I just think he's a better pitcher. Speaking of, speaking of Miami, you mentioned that. They get three Chicago, three against the uh, the Nationals. It's a pretty good setup, too, for some offense. Yeah, except they can't hit. So Yeah, there's that. Uh, let's jump in. Let's jump into Fab. Uh, there weren't a, a ton of names this week, but there's enough names that maybe can help you out there. But first, in order from our sponsors, it's so rare. So rare is ML, MLB. So rare MLB is an NFT-based, free-to-play baseball game played with officially licensed Major League Baseball cards. Sign up today at SoRare.com slash MLB, and you'll receive 13 common cards to start your selection. Build seven-player lives for cards in your collection and play weekly competitions with scoring based on real-life player performance. Compete for rewards with other fans around the world. For more information on gameplay and to sign up, visit SoRare.com slash MLB. There's no better time to join SoRare than ahead of our, our postseason gameplay. Ooh, postseason with SoRare. That'll be fun, too. Uh, Jeff, let's go, uh, let's go pitching first in fab. I felt like this is a week that, uh, you know, people were trying to grab some pitching. You're trying to find guys to start. My question for you before that, did you guys, uh, did you guys think about starting to grab any sort of like middle relievers or look a couple weeks ahead yet? Cause we have that, uh, we have that final half week. Are you starting to think about that yet? Or maybe that'll be next week. Yeah. Uh, next week for yeah, me, me on that. Uh, I, I, think, just, I think too many think, things can change. Yeah. I think next week I will though. I think next week I'll look at, uh, the whole 10 days and I'll kind of try and map it out and try and make sure that, uh, you know, with so, there's so little money left in fab, uh, you know, I'll leave a few bucks left for that last half week, but I'll probably yep. want to spend most of my money next week. Uh, maybe I, I had like 10 or 11 bucks. I'll probably spend seven or eight bucks next week and save for a couple. Um, do you, I was going to ask you, do you know how the, is it, if the Mets and Braves tie, there's no playoff, right? Cause they're both in Correct. the playoffs as, as it is. 
Correct. There are no playoffs this year. The only um, way we could get what if we if we get a tie for the third wild card, we must, right? I think it's a I think there are tiebreakers in place. Uh, okay. So there can't there can't be a game. I'll tell you what they are. Okay. That was my that was my thought because I knew if you're both both teams are in the playoffs, they don't do an extra game, but I wasn't sure if like Phillies and Brewers tied for the three seed, uh, what happened there. All right. I'm pulling it up. Um there will games will no longer be used uh to resolve ties. Um that means no more games 163. Instead, ties will be broken by math. Uh, specific <laughs> outcomes from the regular math. season determining final standing or seeding. Uh, so that's just so they can start on time because they started late because they locked the players out. I do remember that, Jeff. Yes, I do remember that too. A long time um, ago, though, I do remember it. Yes. Uh, so, so head-to-head records, the first tiebreaker. Second is interdivision record, then interdivision record, then last half of intra-league games, then last half of intra-league games plus one. I uh, I ran my school's intramural um, like whole all the events. And I never figured out if it was intramural or intramural. I probably should have known that before I took over the whole thing. Yeah, probably. It's intramural though, correct? Yes, intramural. I forget if I, okay. I, I uh, if you were playing intramural, you'd be playing other schools. Inter intramural teams. Oh, all right. I got you. So, uh, all right. Well, I see. That's good. I feel like I, I think. Uh, but starting I, pitcher. Yeah, you, I, I think I think you are right. It, it's intramural. I, I don't remember if I messed it up on the t- t-shirts for all the teams that won or not, but I'm, I probably did. Knowing me, I probably messed. It up. And nobody cared. Nobody cared. It was a free t-shirt. Nobody. Cared. Yes. Um, starting pitchers. We talked about Wade Miley. Uh, anybody else that you're looking at? Uh, Aaron Savali is coming back, uh, gets two starts this week. I added him in one league. I'm not really excited about it. I'm worried how deep he goes. But, um, you know, at this point, I'm looking for strikeouts. I'm looking for multiple starts. And he was kind of the next step up after Wade Miley. Yeah, for sure. Um, I could see it there. Um, I We had in one of our two lanes, Hunter Green was available. Oh, in Maine. I had available online. How I, I assume he went for... He went for five and we bid three. We only had seven left. So, uh, so he uh, couldn't really do much about it. But we he, had Kyle Bradish on our list. Uh, we had Aaron Savali on our list. We got outbid on those, tied on Aaron Savali, uh, two to two, which means we lost. Uh, instead, we won Domingo Acevedo. And I thought we weren't going to chase saves because we we're, we're kind of purging, trying to purge crappy relievers or a frustrated now you're Now you're chasing A's saves. So what, what so, can go wrong? What we can possibly grow, but getting Ian Kennedy off our roster is still a win and getting Jimmy Herget off our roster. Nothing against Mr. Jimmy Herget, but I hate the angels. Cannot yeah. stand the angels. Screw those guys. I'm sick and tired of seeing Herget in the sixth inning. I think, I think Phil Nevin is literally just picking stuff out of a deck or trying to figure out who he has. There's no, I, I get high leverage and stuff. There is no, there's no rhyme or reason to Phil Nevin right now. No. Um, yeah, uh, they, they had Aaron Loop getting a save on Saturday. That was the final straw there. But you know, the weird thing in that league is all of a sudden I have like five guys I want to cut. And there's we only had seven dollars a fab to bid. Yeah. Uh so you, you math doesn't really compute. I want to have <laughs> a couple rooms, fast. couple of spots still to bid the next couple of weeks, too. So yeah, we I didn't one. I didn't see myself cutting Tony Gonsolin and Frankie Montas three weeks ago. Let's just put it that way. Did you did you pull the uh, the uh, the pull the plug on Montas? I did. Yeah. Going, I mean, having an MRI on his shoulder, and he's been – if he had been great, maybe I'd be like, yeah, let's do the MRI. He's been horrible. Like, I just – I'm not going to throw him this week. And if I don't throw him this week, then we got maybe one start left, and I don't know if the Yankees want to throw him. I just – it's a mess. It's – they're bringing Domingo Harmon back out from the bullpen to pitch in his start this week. I just 
I don't know. He's uh, it, it can't be good. And when his next start probably won't be five innings anyway. Like I just didn't see a really a, a path where I was gonna be like, oh, I really want to throw this start. Yeah, but Dan, did you see that catch that Harrison Bader? Oh, wait, no, he didn't make any catches because he still hurt. Hey, Harrison uh, Bader back on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, so hey, and he's gonna just shut up all the haters here after that. You know, I think one of the biggest stories is that the Yankees didn't get Luis Castillo. They settled for Montas. Um yeah. and Knowing, said, no, I mean, he had shoulder issues a month prior. It's not like yep. this is out of nowhere either. It's like, so did Castillo, by the way. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're right. He had a, a but it was a shorter sojourn for Castillo, and he yeah. came back dominant, whereas Montas came back okay. Yeah, yeah, I think Montas made one good start since the trade. He had that one start against Tampa where he was really good for five innings, yeah. but and another been... credible one against the Mets that was okay. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned the A's and Acevedo. I looked at, I was looking to pick up. I forget who. I think it was Seth Brown. So like, I wonder who the A's uh, face uh, this weekend coming up. Uh, they're they they face this weekend. Uh, Chris Bassett, Jacob Degrom, and Max Scherzer. That's going to be a fun. We're going to get a whole lot of save chances there, right? I actually picked up Acevedo in one of my main events too, and I have not. I haven't decided if I'm a starter or not yet because um, they play Seattle and then New. Oh, and, then and New wait, Matt. there's more. Castillo, oh. Ray, and Kirby. Also, nice Good week. Lord. The A's may not score this week. I may. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I'm so, I'm instantly regretting now this. Uh, I think uh, when I look, I, 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 I don't decide until Monday, but uh, as I looked at it earlier today, I think I'm going to go Brandon Hughes with the Cubs and their seven game schedule over, uh, over Acevedo for saves. Yeah. Well, we didn't cut. I have still guys that I didn't, I, I could have cut uh, Tony Gonsolin, but we just didn't get to it. Sir Anthony Dominguez is cuttable. Um, that was a rough outing the other night. Uh, and it just guarantees that, yeah. He's not going to get the next save chance, too. Yeah. That's the thing that's really frustrating. Did you guys have uh, Bailey Ober available in any uh, any main events or any online? Because he uh, he jumped back off the IL with a really nice start. Five innings. Uh, I think no earned runs and uh, five strikeouts. Looked pretty good. Um, let's see. Did we get – was he available? I think he was picked up the previous week in uh, Vegas, Maine. Uh, and then, it, yeah, no, he, he was not, a, he was not picked. And then, and online, this is just fascinating for people to want, listen to me, look, look, listen, look this up, but he was picked up last week also in uh, online main, uh, very smart people looking at head and at a time. Maybe they're smart. I'm pretty sure he was held in my uh, Vegas main Cause I don't see him being picked up in any of them, which is yeah. or drop or dropped. So obviously he was drafted, but, uh, he is back. Um, any Nate Evaldi action. He, uh, he came back and uh, he had a rehab star or he had a rehab, uh, like a, a simulated game. I'm trying to say today. It sounds like I saw conflicting reports. I saw one report say he's going to try and pitch me against the Yankees. And I saw another report say he's going to go for a rehab start. There was enough mm-hmm. conflict in there that I decided to, I decided to punt out of it. And, uh, it looks like uh, they're not going to throw him this weekend, so I, I'm glad I didn't pick him up. With two and a half weeks left, yeah, not being able to use a guy this week, why right. bother? I mean, yeah, I, 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 when I when I thought I could use him this week, it was one thing. When I saw it was a report from uh, Ian Brown, who's one of their one of their beat writers, said that he thought he was going to have one more rehabs or one rehab start and then come back the next week. And I just I took I deleted him. I hit the little hit the little trash can in all my bids right there. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see other names. Uh, any interest in uh, Josh Winder, 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 uh, Adrian Sampson? We talked about Zach Granke for two. Um, I found it hard to really find names, but I thought Adrian Sampson because they get they're at Miami. They would is it is start for the Cubs. I thought he was at least an interesting name. Yeah, I think I I think he was on my list in one league, but it wasn't a main. It was somewhere else. Uh, that not very helpful. I know to say that, but. Um, and on the no. same note, Drew Smiley gets the Mar- the Marlins too. He wasn't available in the Marlins, but he's really he's been pitching really well lately. He's too. been pitching very well. Yeah, 
So, yeah, if he is available, I definitely would have grabbed him. Uh, did you guys uh, consider Luis Severino? Uh, last rehab start was four and a third on Wednesday or on uh, last week. He's going to pitch this week for the Yankees uh, Wednesday against Pittsburgh, it looks like. That's a uh, pretty nice, uh, pretty nice uh, first start back. It is. It is. I didn't see him available anywhere. That was my problem. Yeah, mine was too. I actually dropped him when he first got hurt, and he went in the sixty-day IL. So I, right. I dropped him pretty quick. But uh, someone had uh, someone had made the move uh, before I could. You mentioned uh, relievers. You mentioned Domingo Acevedo. Uh, you know, I joked earlier that I, I liked him at the start of the year. He finally got his first two saves this week. Um, it, I think he appears to be the guy right now. I mean, it's the guy for the A's. We've got two and a half weeks left, but he was uh, he was kind of the top guy that I uh, that I saw as uh, pickable for some saves. Obviously, we, we mentioned the A's. Uh, Schedule this week's pretty tough, but uh, it seems like he's going to get the ninth inning at least the next couple times. Yeah, unfortunately, it's going to be when they're trailing by four, and then he's going to give up a couple of crappy runs because of that. It's uh, it's very uh, very very possible because I'll have him active. Yeah, for sure, very possible there. Um, If you're in a twelve teamer, I I do like Jose Leclerc right now. He was uh, only thirty six percent rostered in the NFC the Rotowire NFC twelve team championship. I think I got the name right, but uh, he seems like he is the guy for the for the Rangers right now. They they seem to be uh, leading to him in the ninth each time. Yeah, I agree. I think the Rangers somehow found a way to have Joe Barlow go on a forty seven day rehab assignment (laughs) uh, for a blister. Um, I remember we thought he was coming back like each of the last three weeks, and I just I think I just finally gave up on him. Yep. Uh, David Bednar is kind of an interesting name if you're looking to maybe get a little sneaky here down the stretch. He's making his final rehab assignment on Monday um, and then joining the Pirates after that. He's someone that if he pitches, he's, he's really good at least. Who knows the Pirates get any wins or save opportunities, but Bednar is a pretty solid pitcher if he does pitch. He does. He is. I like how the Pirates swept the Reds and then lost the next four, uh, which is about, about right. But they had like three different guys get saves this week, and that – all that did was make me pump the brakes on those guys because I knew Bednar was coming back. I couldn't bank on any single one of them to get a save. That uh, that Reds nine game week was a gigantic and a massive bust. Oh, total, total, and usually they are right. Yeah. Like, oh, we well, are like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna two weeks ahead of time, ready for the five game week. Like they they scored more than four runs once, I believe. Yeah, and that Ooh, was five. Jake Fraley sat yeah. like four times. Jose Barrera is gonna get forty at bats this week. <laughs> yeah well that yes that that that's great good good luck with that one i made a joke on twitter at the start of the week about like so i got joking the reds can get if you shut out four times this week and uh our friend brian slack kept giving me bad uh gif and gifts and emojis every time the reds were had no runs through six so i was uh i, I was not on his uh not in his good list for this week <laughs> but they they had the double header saturday they scored one run in two games yeah but yeah is that right? Yeah, they lost five one and one zero. Like it's, uh, it's they scored four runs over the weekend. It's it's not great. Yeah, we're excited about Nick Lodolo and Hunter Green. Just don't talk about our hitters. Yeah, that is uh, kind of the way uh, kind of the way it goes. There. Batting third, Kyle Farmer. He does, who's actually been fairly. You know who was good? We know was pretty good this week. It was a uh, it was Aquino was pretty good. The Punisher yeah. hit a couple bombs, so he's like the one guy that kind of worked out if you picked him up for the uh, the nine gamer. I added him in one spot and then dropped him this week, but he was one that uh, actually paid off. But it's kind of the only one. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah, it was it was not great. Um, let's jump into some hitters, Fab. Uh, but first, an aid from our sponsors, the Blue Wire Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We thank you for indulging us there. Thanks to Blue Wire for uh, being involved in partnership in the podcast all year long. Uh, Jeff, what'd you guys do with hitters? I found that uh, I found there's some interesting names in the outfield, but uh, you know, nothing that was a slam dunk, but I liked uh, in the outfield. I liked uh, Edward Olivares, our old friend yep. uh, got called back up. Uh, they sent Nick Prado down. Now that all of us is healthy. Uh, started the first two games. He's someone who has some speed power combo. I liked, uh, I liked Ad- Oswaldo Cabrera in New York. He's played, he played all five games, but he had three hits today. Um, I think I really like his swing, so I'm a little biased. I really like watching him play, uh, but I think he's someone that uh, could be interesting on the stretch. He was he was really good in the minors, really good in the minors in 2021. We talked about him a couple weeks ago when he caught called up, and the playing time kind of went away. And I feel like it's back right now. I feel like uh, Peraza is not playing, but Cabrera is playing. I mean, he was someone that's you know 24 20 in in double A in 2021. So you, you know, we're only looking for two and a half weeks of someone being hot. So he was someone that I was going after, and then also in the outfield, uh, Jonathan Daza with the uh, the Rockies full week. <laughs> Um, so any, what were you guys looking at, uh, kind of hitting outfield wise or whatever it may be. So Vegas, Maine, I am back in the Edward Oliveras business. I like it. I like it. And Jonathan Daza, both. We got them both this week. Uh, Oliveras and dropped Gamble. Daza dropped Michael Chavis, who we keep on finding reasons not to play. So why keep him? (laughs) Um, so yeah. And Daza is very much a a category guy. Like he's going to hit no home runs. He doesn't run, but Good batting average, seven games and cores. Like if you if yep. you need if you need the right things, if you need like batting average of runs, uh, he can he can work out nicely. I in my Vegas mainly, I am a, a thousand ahead in home runs and RBIs. I just I mean Aaron Judge is just literally carries teams to a ridiculous extent. But I need batting average. I need some steals and, and I need some runs. And I just uh, maybe not need runs, but I need batting average. And Daz is a guy that you know hits could hit three thirty for a week in cores, and that could be big. Yep. I also found myself in the Spencer Torkelson business again. Ah, going back there, you think this uh, finally the uh, the third time? Is this now is the charm? I think he looks a little better. Um, Actually, he saw a couple of bats. Where I thought he looked like a different guy than he did in April. Yeah, and I, we picked him up in online Maine, and I also got him in Scarf, which is part of the Earth series of leagues. He is. Uh, he is. He was one for his last seventeen coming into today, though. Is he really two oh, for his God. last 21 after today. somehow like before that he was, he did. I, I thought so too. That he had some good at bats. I thought he had some, some other, I didn't think he was uh, quite as cold as he'd been. He had a, he had a, you know, a six game hitting streak right before that, that, that cold streak. The key for me is he's hitting fifth every day. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Give me, give me that for a guy who obviously has a ton of tools and definitely if he gets hot for two weeks, could hit a bunch of, you know, hit three or four home runs for you down the stretch. Right. And he had, he, he's not striking out as much i mean that that is like the faintest of faint (laughs) praise but it also happens to be true uh in that stretch you know eight strikeouts and 49 plate appearances that that's better it's not great but it's better someone that you liked i think 
earlier in the year, maybe uh, Mickey Moniak, who came from Philly to L.A. Oh, I like making puns about his name. Oh, that's, that's, all. The, that's why you like him. All right. Well, I knew there was well, something that you liked about him. Though. Well, and he's playing every day. That I mean, that's the thing. He's, he let off a couple times. Uh, I think you texted me about this, but for some reason, the Angels are running David Fletcher out there, even though he can't do anything. It's very strange. They put him on. The, they finally put him oh, on the IL. Put, that's good. So after the game last night, he couldn't swing. Just couldn't swing. They, the, the Tigers were playing little league bunt defense against him. Like two days in a row, all he was doing is bunting. Why the? Yep. Why on God's green earth are they playing him? I mean, it, there is zero reason to play him and have him play through that. Okay, you couldn't find something before, but it hurts. He can't swing. Get him out of there. Yeah, I mean, was, he was betting lead off. It was so, it was so strange, but it was unbelievable. I think Moniak might you get a hit get a hit lead off a bunch, and um, you know if you hit me, it, Trout's on fire. Otani's obviously awesome. You can get on base, you can score some runs there. Moniak's um, a guy that hit 15 home runs in in AAA last year. A little bit of pop, a little bit of speed. Uh, kind of one of those, you know, could be a last couple of weeks hero. And I kind of like I like the playing time right now. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it was a perfectly reasonable decision by the Angels to acquire him. Yeah. Uh, just let him play see if he's got anything um yeah don't 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 let david you know don't don't let david fletcher stand in the way of him but anyways um yeah moniac uh although he he's still sitting against lefties honestly let him face lefties too just you know he's not going to get better against him if you just you you protect him from him i mean Moniac strikes out a ton. Three walks, 33 Ks. I don't, I mean, obviously he's a huge batting average hole. Right, he's, he's a risk. But nonetheless, I mean, you just acquired him. Just play him. Just you have right. one asset right now, and that is playing time to meet out. I Use agree. it wisely. Brandon Marsh, uh, 770 OPS in Philadelphia after a 630 OPS in Anaheim. It seems like uh, the work with Bryce Harper on his swing might actually be making a difference. It's pretty, uh, pretty, he's been pretty, pretty decent. Yeah, it's also a small sample. And... He's got he's got twenty six strikeouts and two walks too. Yeah, so there's there's that. But um, he does look he does look a little better. Play looks like he's hitting some with some more pop. Uh, someone in the chat just asked about Jose Suarez for the two step. Uh, yeah, I, if he's available, I sneakily would good. I would yep. definitely start that. I, he's not been available uh, for me for a while, but uh, if you have Jose Suarez available, I would definitely throw that out there. He's been he's been pretty solid. Yeah, uh, Angels pitching has not really been their big problem. It's just that they're not scoring a lot of runs, and they 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 just strike out a ton. Uh, but about Suarez, and you know, I'm I'm doing a very selective endpoint. July 26, uh, since July 26, which is the first start after the All Star break. In that span, two fourteen ERA, zero point nine nine WHIP, and uh, forty six innings. So pretty, pretty, pretty good. I was looking too. Like he hadn't get more than three start three runs of the start since July 16th. So I mean, like that's yep. uh, since the All Star break, every start's been pretty usable, which is I'll take that anytime. And even the bad starts, uh, quote unquote bad starts, have been three earned runs. And uh, last one against Cleveland wasn't good because he had nine hits, but mo- for the most part, he's been very solid. Yep, not a huge strikeout upside. The most strikeouts he's had in any any start is eight, yeah. but. And I he think did the, that in seven innings. Yeah, the two starts obviously is big there because maybe you can get you know yep. nine nine or ten that way. But uh, I think you're looking for uh, you know maybe t- 10, 11 strikeouts and maybe a win or two and some good ratios, and that's uh, that's really good at this point of the season for sure. Yep. Um, any uh, you guys you guys looking at Rodolfo Castro at all in uh, in Pittsburgh? Dude's been hitting some bombs. Yeah, he did it against Cincinnati. That's uh, true. He strikes out a ton too. Yeah, I mean, I, I did look at him yeah. and then I moved on. 
second, third, and short eligibility. Hitting third, which is I think is probably the the, the whole key thing. And this is hitting the mm-hmm. hit third almost every day. He had three hits yesterday and a home run. Had a home cut, you know, three home runs last like eight or ten days, but uh, been uh, been pretty solid. Uh, we mentioned Trace Thompson. Uh, what about uh, we talked about the Dodgers? What about old Dodgers Zach McKinstry uh, leading off some for the Cubs? Yeah, because Madrigal's hurt again. Um, Madrigal's not good, by the way, either. I I know that. You know I am that. not American a people know guy. that. Uh, people seem to like somehow hang on to that name because he was at once a prospect, but he's just not good. I've never rostered him. Yeah, I haven't. I don't think I have either. If I did, maybe it was like I picked him up. Like I need batting average, and I dropped him a week later. But uh, I just I don't know. It's just there's nothing. There's no hard contact at all. It's just it's hard to get behind that. Yeah, the poor man Stephen Kwan skill set is not that profitable one. Stephen Kwan plays good outfield too, though. I understand that yeah, he plays well out there, but uh, uh, anybody else offensive wise? Uh, the Marlins called up Jordan Groshans. Any any love there? Uh, he wasn't really hitting for power in the minors. So, uh, although when I last checked, I, uh, with the caveat that I haven't been really your, tracking your, him, your anymore. last check was fair because he has three home runs overall in the minors so far this year. Yeah, and. Playing in AAA is just, yeah, AAA is supposed to be able to hit for power, and he, he's not. I saw some people excited about his call-up, and then I went and looked, and he has three home runs and three steals in uh, 198 minor league games here, and I, I quickly moved on because it's just hard to see that uh, transferring to the majors. Well, at least uh, all their success in developing all their other young – oh, never mind. Um, <laughs> hey, Christian Yelich is good. Yeah, I'm talking current vintage. I mean, Jesus yeah. Sanchez says hello from Oof. AAA. And they won't. They don't play Lou and Dia. It's been a. It's, the Marlins are a strange team. My favorite stat is I was I was doing some fab work today, Jeff. I was looking at I was looking at like last thirty days, just kind of looking at guys. Albert Pujols in the last thirty days has nine home runs. Really been good. He has ten runs scored. Yeah, well, it's been a, it was an amazing stat. I was like, that's incredible. Yeah, he has he has one job and he yeah. does it well. He's got to do. He's got to get two more too. We really want to see him get. Uh, I like to see him get seven hundred. I think they're going to give him every opportunity. I imagine. Oh, for sure. You got an eight game lead. They can afford that too. Uh, we mentioned the Rockies have seven games. We mentioned Jonathan uh, Daza. Uh, Michael Toglio was dropped in some leagues. He was twenty four percent rostered in twelve teamers. Uh, Alan Trejo's and playing shortstop for them a bunch with Jose Iglesias out. Uh, any love for either of those guys? And I think I think Toglio is a little interesting. Just uh, got a little bit of pop. Yeah, a little bit. And you know, seven games. That uh, seven games in core is always uh, always works pretty nicely. Yeah, for sure. He had uh, what thirty? Yeah, thirty home runs in the minors. So I think that uh, if he was available, I think that's a name that I would definitely grab if he can still uh, can still make moves there. Uh, real quick, let's get into some news and notes before we jump out of here. Uh, the biggest news over the weekend was Ozzy Albie's uh, oh. come back for like I think it was in the middle of the second game. He'd come back, came back on Friday. Uh, fractures right pinky. He's out for the rest of the regular season. They think he's out three weeks. So maybe uh, if they get, you know, maybe past the first round of the playoffs, he can come back. But for our purposes, he's uh, he's cooked. Yeah, it's it's really sad. Uh, I was reading that, you know, Acuna's pro, uh, you know, performance seemed to, you know, be, you know, kind of track when Albies is around. So because uh, they are they are tight. There is probably something to that. Uh, Acuna had himself a nice little weekend, actually. Um, At, uh, the game yesterday was awesome. They, they, I think they had four runs on Nolan. He drove in all four. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, but other than that, I mean, it means Vaughn Grissom doesn't have to learn a new position yet. Yeah. Um, he, I think it, the Braves are going to be in an interesting spot. Like Albies is not going to get that many rehab games uh, or if any. Um, so how do they get him up to speed in time for the playoffs, especially if Grissom's still hitting well, what do you do? Uh, I start Grissom to answer that question. Yeah. 
So I got a Braves question for you while we're here. Um, mm-hmm. Where, what is Spencer Strider's ADP in main event drafts next year? Because this dude is unbelievable. Strikeout machine. I mean, it's crazy. He's got 131 innings right now, and he got over 200 strikeouts today. That's, 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 is that good? 202 strikeout. I mean, it, what a nutty year. I mean, I, he was like, at his start of the year, is like, well, maybe he's going to be in the bullpen. Maybe he's going to be in the rotation. We don't know. Right. Now he's got a 38% strikeout rate over 130 innings. Like, it they, is crazy how good he is. They did that little pump fake, too, where they, they oh, he's going in the rotation. Ah, uh, never mind about that. Okay, now he's in. And go. Uh, big whiff there. I mean, I have him actually in the, like a keeper league, which is not a whiff. That was great. But uh, in the FPC, I didn't pick him up in any of my NFPC leagues. Um, that that's that that would make my life a lot easier right now. Um, I'm yeah. I'm sorry. I'm delaying my answer here. I think he goes in the third round next year. I think if you wait till the third round, you probably don't get him. You might be right about that. I uh, and I don't know if I'll do it, but I think uh, I think he probably is like a two three turn kind of guy. Yeah. But whew, it is. I mean, I guess it's the innings, and he only threw 130 innings this year. And he's going to be pitching in the playoffs. He's, he's going to be one the of the three starters. Right. So you go 130, you got two more starts. Let's give him 142, a couple starts. Yeah, you can, he can hit a buck 60 by the time the playoffs are done. And that's, uh, that's interesting because he threw uh, – he only threw about 77, 78 last year, somewhere in there. Uh, maybe a little more than that, like 80, like 90 innings last year. So it's it's a, definitely a big jump up, and I'm not sure – uh, how much they're going to push him and how, how much they ride him next year. It'll be interesting because he's the dude's awesome. I start, I use Strider ahead of Kyle Wright or Charlie Morton in game two from the Braves. Like, I don't even, I don't even think about that. I think Freed's one, Freed one, Strider two, uh, Morton three, right four for me. I think that's, that sounds about right. Yeah. And I, I, Kyle Wright's been awesome for me and I love him. Little bit bumpy lately. And I just, I yeah. think I, I, I like the, uh, I like the veteran playoff presence of Morton and what he brings in game three. And then give me, give me right in game four. I'll come back with Freed in game five. And Wright's accumulated a lot of innings now too. 164. Yeah. And it's been, it's been really good, but you can, you can see a little bit of the sharpness going with the strikeouts have been down lately. I, uh, I'd be a little bit worried about that one as a, as a I mean, as, as you're four in a playoff series, that's really damn good. But uh, I'd be a little concerned about him down the stretch here. Yeah, me too. Uh Let's see. Uh, Julio Rodriguez, Mitch, both games this weekend with lower back tightness. That's the one to definitely check. Uh, they don't play tomorrow. They play the A. Oh, actually, that's right. They play the wraparound games. They play the A's Tuesday. We have an early game with Rodriguez. So you guess we'll have a lineup in him. That helps uh, helps him a lot. If he's in the lineup, obviously, we want to start him. If he's not in the lineup, uh, then you got to listen for for quotes from the manager to see how if he's close or not. Um, we mentioned Frankie Montas going on an MRI in his shoulder, possibly going on the IL. Um, I mentioned I dropped him. You seem like maybe you didn't fully agree with that. No, I, I don't disagree with it. Okay. Actually, I, I think you're. I think you're accurate and do it. Was so. a, it was it's a, mild, a. It's a tough cut to make. Yeah, though. it was a tough. I, it was not an easy cut. It was a mildly aggressive drop, but uh, I just don't see him. I don't see him helping down the stretch. And you know, I could pick him up next week if I if I can. I could try to pick him up next week also if he's going to come back and start. But I, mean, I didn't start him this week. I sat him this week as it was. So it was like I'm. He was at my point where I wasn't even starting him anyway. Yeah. Uh, a. Eugenio Suarez went on the aisle with a broken fingertip. Didn't really sound great. Uh, he's quietly uh, been pretty good power-wise. Yeah, he's been durable too, and now yeah. this happens right at the wrong time. I think he sat out a game like second game of the year and then played every game since then. Uh, now it's, a, it's a pretty quiet 31 bombs for him. Yep, yep. Uh, he still does his strikeout thing. He's walking a lot though. So even though he's only hitting 235, he's got a 335 OBP. Yeah. He's been a he's been a plus a plus player for them this year. 
Yeah. Uh, and, and when a lot of other guys have fallen back or struggled a little bit, he's been able to do that. I mean, he, he's not getting hurt by his home ballpark. 811 OPS at home, 799 on the road. You know, you like yeah. seeing that too. Career high war too. Like he's, uh, he's been, he's been one of the better years of his career for sure. Yeah. Uh, Zach, what does one do with Zach Wheeler this week? He's pitching, uh, he's coming back pitching on Wednesday, but they mentioned he's going to be piggybacked by uh, Noah Syndergaard. They're going to leave Bailey Falter in the rotation. Um, can you throw Wheeler this week? Cause I you can't, it's hard to see him getting to five, right? Especially cause they're facing Toronto too. Yeah. I think I probably, I mean, I, you know, the, the, the standard will, I don't know what your options are answer, but at the same time, yeah, probably not. I think probably I got not a, rolling with him. I got to wait a week and hope that he throws twice next week in relatively normal starts is kind of the hope there. Yeah. Um, Ramon Laureano, uh, just to summarize a terrible age, you're in the Iowa, the hamstring strain. Uh, to me, cut that's city. A total, yeah, total drop, cut city. Uh, Trevor Rogers was an interesting one. He'd come back and finally pitched well. Uh, yeah. He left his left to start on Saturday with a with lat discomfort. Um, there was enough lat discomfort in there that I just I actually dropped him this week. Reasonable. I, totally just, I don't see him making a start this week. And then uh, you're looking at maybe one next week. I just, I couldn't do it. I know they haven't really ruled him out or put him in the IL, but I just, I have, a, I have trouble seeing him make a start this week. Yeah, I his, agree with that. His velo is down, lat discomfort. Like it was just, uh, it was a no go for me. And it's funny. I tried to drop him a couple times. He came back, pitched pretty well for three starts. So I, uh, I thanked him for that. And I, I finally shoved him on his way. It was uh, it was a tumultuous relationship for me and Trevor this year. Yeah, it sure was. You snagged him in Yahoo Friends and Family too, right? I did. After I, did. I cut him. Yeah. After you cut him. Nice. And then uh, he was actually my SP1 in our Vegas, my Vegas main league. If I had taken yeah, I remember just that. about anybody else. We talked about last week about my uh, how good my offense is, how bad my pitching is. I would have had a really good team there if I had picked almost anybody else there. Are you still winning the hot air league? I am. Uh, I'm still winning. the The lead is not as big as some people make it out to be. I know Paul Spore mentioned how dominating it was. It's, I think it's like eight or nine points right now. It was 16 for a while, but it, it kind of goes up and down based on uh, if I have starters going that day. I go up and strikeouts or down strikeouts because mm-hmm. the offense doesn't move a lot. Doesn't move a ton. Well, yeah. Well, it's hard to move the offense when you've got 70 plus points in offense. Yeah, and so. I, the runs, batting runs, home runs, and RBIs are uh, uncatchable. So those are don't even really matter. That's nice. It's so weird to see a team that's winning pretty comfortably with such bad pitching stats. Horrible pitching stats. Uh, yeah, Aaron Judge in the end of the fourth round uh, tends to make things happen pretty well. Yeah, it does. That's nice. Yeah, and I, it was funny because I went three hitters and I was like, I have to pitching hand. Then Judge was there. I'm like, I just, I'll, I'll figure it out. But I, I can't, I can't not do it at that point. Yeah. Sometimes the can't not do it uh, actually works out, and he's gonna. Even when you don't actually figure out the pitching part that's the amazing thing right yeah that's the funny part is you think maybe i would have figured it out but i haven't quite yet uh trevor story missed the whole week with left heel sores we talked to him last week and we're talking about you can't play him this week it turned out to be correct there he didn't play all week ran the bases on sunday but i mean the red Sox just have no reason to push him right correct yeah. i i could not play him again this week pretty easily yeah. I think I think I'd probably start out the week that way. Uh, Alejandro Kirk has missed uh, about five straight games with a hip, but he's expected back on Tuesday. Uh, big news there. Obviously, you have Kirk and catcher is tough to come by. Uh, you can start him this week, assuming he plays. But it sounds like he's going to play on Tuesday. Uh, real quick, Harrison Bader likely back on Tuesday. We mentioned that 
Sounds like they're kind of lining up everybody else to play outside of center field because they're going to get Bader center field. I think maybe they have to after making that trade. Yeah. Uh, Freddie Peralta threw off flat ground on Saturday. Expect to pick for this season. That's a drop city too. It's just not going to be enough innings to be workable fantasy wise. Right. Uh, you mentioned Tony Gonsolin. Good bullpen session, but Dave Roberts finally uh, finally said it's unrealistic to get him built up before the postseason. He's been saying it's going to get him built up for about three weeks, and now it seems like they finally admitted that he's probably not going to be uh, not going to be built up before the pre for the postseason. Yeah, and they may he not he may not be uh, ready for the postseason yeah. for that matter too. I assume if they use him, it's as a reliever. I can't see him starting in the postseason. Agreed. Before we get out of here, where the Dodgers? The Dodgers go what? Do they go Urias, Kershaw, Kershaw. Anderson, May? Kind of depends on how May finishes. For a team with 150 wins, that uh, it's it's funny that we have we're kind of sketchy on what they're going to do from a rotation aspect. Yep, Heaney. He doesn't think you don't think he has a chance. He could. I mean, it's kind of those last three guys are kind of three guys for two spots, right? I think mean, you're right. probably right. I think probably how they finish. I think if uh, one of them really steps up and throws some gems, it's probably that probably someone they'll use. And May pitched really well this week for the first time in a while since so first time this like that first start. Um, I just think maybe they're going to want a righty mm-hmm. in there too because that's all lefties otherwise. Yeah, for sure. Um, May is the, the only May is the only righty option. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Some of the Weird. Chat- some of the chat mentioned they've been uh, riding Julio Rodriguez all year. Come on, buddy, don't let me down. Uh, I think he'll be all right. It was sounded like some some back soreness. I think he'll he'll probably hit uh, probably play tomorrow and hit three bombs the way that uh, the way that Julio goes. The dude has been dude has been unbelievable all year. All the stolen bases have been way down in the second half. Obviously, uh, he just doesn't. They don't really need him to run, uh, but has been has been a drop there. He's hit more home runs. Uh, that's kind of about it in terms of news and notes. Uh, Carlos Rodon left his last start for five with a blister. Sounds like he's going to make his start Tuesday. That's obviously big because if he pitches Tuesday, he's probably going to go th- twice this week. And you've got Colorado, which is a little sketchy, but then you got Ar- Arizona. You want those two, two starts from Rodon. Arizona's kind of, kind of scary. They are. At least they're, they got a lot of lefties, though, so maybe the lefty aspect there helps. But uh, yeah. Uh, Musgrove and Musgrove and you Darvish shut them down pretty well this weekend. So maybe good pitching gets them and they, they get bad pitching, but, uh, yeah, it was uh, San Diego, the San Diego guys got them and Snell pitched well on Friday night. San Diego finally, uh, finally quieted their bats down over the weekend a little bit. Yeah, they did. So Jeff, anything else on your, uh, on your mind over there? I think we've kind of hit all of it. We've talked about a lot of guys and maybe you'll help you down the stretch here. Two and a half weeks left. What's on your mind? Anything else? I mean, just hyper dive into the categories. If you're in a category league yep. and just, yeah, good luck. Are you a uh, are you a game watcher here down the stretch with stressful? Are you a I'll look at the box scores later. Where do you where do you? No, I'm a game in? watcher. I mean, yeah. I love watching baseball. I mean, I, I I start to get stupid little superstitions, and I'm like, wait, just just what? Stop. Watch your closer. I mean, I always say don't watch your closer. So it's, it's a line. It's it's but you know there that that actually because you know the thing is. I can't watch Ian Kennedy anymore, but fortunately I don't have to. Yeah, uh, don't do so that anymore. He, he's gone. He's but am I going to watch A's games to watch Domingo Acevedo? Uh, might not. That might, might be not. that might be a check the box score. But uh, yeah, but if you got a good pitcher pitching, like I, I'm usually watching. You know, my my uh, I like I watch Dylan Cease. I watch the guys that I have that are that are pitching well, just because they're fun. I feel like my batters are the ones I'm having a hard time watching these days. Like every time I watch, it stands to be striking out or Eloy hits into a double play. When I don't watch, Eloy goes three for four at the homer. So. Yeah, I feel like it, it feel like it's what category you need. Like I need RBIs. Every time a guy comes up with two on, it's a it's a ground out or a strikeout. It's it's sometimes tough yeah. to watch. Just give me something, just something to dream on here. Last question before we get out of here. Someone in the chat asked uh, about Jack Flaherty. Do you think he is usable? Not usable. His last start was uh, 
five innings, six hits, four and runs, and and five strikes against Cincinnati. Uh, this week he has one start against at San Diego. At San Diego. Oof. You know he he's had one good start really since yeah. coming back against the that, Nats. That second one had zero strikeouts, which is not great. No, and four uh, walks. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's done, but he's also just he's not he's not back yet either. I'm probably I'm probably watching this at San Diego start and then making a determination for the week after based on that. Because I just uh, I mean obviously as you say uh, your you know mileage may vary depends who you have available, but uh, I'm holding him. And uh, I'm probably going to watch this start though, and uh, from the sideline, and then maybe uh, maybe maybe get back in on him next week if he pitches decently against San Diego. I'd agree with that. Beautiful. Well, thanks everybody for listening to the Roadwire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. We always appreciate it. We have uh, what do we have? Two more, Jeff? Is that right? Two more weeks? Yeah, we uh, might I guess do a wrap three. up. One. Yeah, we'll probably do a wrap up. Yeah, depends how the end of season goes, Jeff. It might be I might be in the mood to talk about. It. I might not. We'll see how it. Uh, We'll you see and me how both, all, brother. We'll all see right. how it works out here at the last last two and a half weeks have a lot of meaning to them if uh, if you know what I mean at the moment. So uh we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, we'll probably do some sort of wrap up. The season ends on a Wednesday. I'm sure I'll be I'll be ready to talk uh, ready to talk baseball by Sunday, hopefully. But yeah. Thanks everybody for listening uh tonight and all all year long. If you uh, listen to us uh, on the audio version, we appreciate that. If you've been watching us live, we all also appreciate that too. If you could rate and review the podcast, if you hit the like on the YouTube button, all that stuff uh, does help us out a lot. We really appreciate it. Thanks everybody for listening. Hope everybody has a fantastic week. We'll be back at you next Sunday night talking some more baseball. Take care and have a great week.